coming at you from the decentralized earth. You're listening to Christo on Crypto. Hello and welcome to another episode of Christo on Crypto. And today we're interviewing CZ from Binance. We talk a little bit about how Binance came to be, its growth from a small startup into what's the largest volume exchange in crypto today. Decentralized exchanges, that's covered. Binance Labs, Malta, what is it like as a regulatory environment? And of course, that's where Binance moved. We come on to a little bit about CZ and the man behind the exchange. We also find out a little bit about what it's like being CZ, this big personality in crypto. Finally, some advice for newbies entering the space. A quick word of thanks as well to all the listeners. If you enjoyed the interview, please like, share, subscribe, retweet, and all of that good stuff. So here's the interview. Enjoy! In the studio today, one of the most eminent personalities in crypto, CZ from Binance. How are you? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me here. It's an absolute pleasure. So let's get straight into it. CZ, how did you come to build the biggest exchange and brand in crypto in just less than a year? Um, well, I think we got very lucky um, for that. Um, we always wanted to build a crypto-to-crypto exchange. Um, the idea, we had the idea back in 2013. And then uh, we had the idea again in 2015. But, right. uh, both of those times, we determined the market was too small. Uh, 2017, we thought we knew the market was big enough. Uh, at that time, two, uh, two other crypto-to-crypto exchanges are quite big. Yes. Um, and I think we were very lucky that the market continued to rise very quickly towards the end of last year, early this year. Mm. And um, uh, we did a number of things uh, luckily right. Uh, we had a very good value system. We always did everything properly. We want to do everything right. And I think people appreciate the, our value system. People appreciate, uh, users are smart. So they figure out that we are a very mm. uh, proper, legit exchange. And there was a very strong need for that. So I think we basically got lucky, started at the so right time, doing the right thing. Uh, we, ro- we rose with the tide. You rose with the tide. Yes. Yeah, just as to say, the wave was there at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. So decentralized exchanges um, are a potential threat to your business, which of course is a centralized exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do hear that you're launching your own in 2019. That's a DEX. Yeah. So will Binance become a decentralized business or does that remain to be seen? Okay. So um, we actually don't view it as a, a threat or risk. We actually view it as an opportunity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> so basically, um, every change is a new opportunity. I think yeah. uh, there's always going to be more opportunities or more threats, depending on how you look at it. But we view them as opportunities. Okay. So that's why we're doing our decks as well. So you always want to disrupt yourself, uh, potentially. Right. Disrupt uh, yourself. <laughs> yes. Well, that's Steve Jobs. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, at the same time, I think it's not clear to me even uh, which will, uh, when it will over, DEX will completely destroy centralized exchanges or okay. are they both going to coexist for some time? Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is that they will coexist for some time before DEX can o- completely take over because right. uh, uh, today the technology is not quite there yet uh, to handle the kind of volumes. Uh, without, without the speed performance, um, there's no volume. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, right now the central, centralized architectures are always going to be faster than decentralized ones because yes. if you have a thousand computers confirming the one thing versus one computer just finish the calculation done, by definition the centralized one will be faster. Mm-hmm. So um, 
uh, I think in the foreseeable future, uh, the centralized one will, uh, will lead. Uh, but uh, I think just logically speaking, eventually technology will get there and will become fast enough. Um, so I don't know if that's, if that's three months, three years, uh, 30 years. I'm guessing it's probably somewhere between one to three years. Right. So, but we're, we're definitely developing it already. So Binance will be there no matter what happens. Yes, so for us it's just an another opportunity and we should just do it. And one, because we're doing decentralized exchange, it doesn't mean that we will stop the centralized exchange. We'll continue to do the centralized exchange to the, until the point where it's no longer, absolutely no longer, no longer needed, which will be good. Then we'll have something, hopefully we'll have something new. Yeah, so I, I suppose one of the follow-up questions to that is, what are long-term goals for Binance? Is it creating an ecosystem or will you just be sticking to exchanges? So we want, uh, so uh, number one, we uh, okay, so actually both of those two are a little bit extreme in my, in my view. Okay. So we don't want to own the whole ecosystem and we don't want to only do one thing. Okay. So we want to provide a few, uh, hopefully, a few key infrastructure services in this blockchain industry. So right now we have the exchange. Uh, ho hopefully uh, we acquired a very good wallet um, and um, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to provide a few other services mm -hmm. and that'll be good enough. We don't need to own everything and we don't need to dominate the exchange space. We just want to be a decent provider of services in this space. Okay, fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit more about Binance Labs and how is it going in terms of inspiring the new generation of startups? How close is this project personally? Sure. So Binance Labs is very important to our uh, to our goal. Um, so we want to grow the industry. We want to build up uh, build up the infrastructure in this space. Okay. So um, and Binance is very uh, Binance Labs is very st strategic for us because um, uh, I view myself as a specialist in a few in a few things, okay. but not everything. There's okay. a lot of stuff I don't know how to do. Right. Uh, including investing, including like I personally don't really know how to do wallets well. Uh, okay. I worked at Blockchain Info for a while, and right. I know the industry probably better than most people. But I don't think that's my strong point. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I don't know how, I have not done payment services uh, my, myself, so I don't know those ar other areas very well. I've been very uh, focused on the exchange space. So I know the exchange business quite well, but for the business, business areas where we don't know well, we want to be a minority investor. Mm -hmm. And then we want to use the, our Binance uh, leverage to help them grow, uh, providing liquidity, listing, uh, even earlier stages of uh, token uh, consulting, token economics. So we want to help those. We want to help people grow, and mm -hmm. in areas we're less familiar, I'm less familiar with. We rely on labs to identify those good projects, and we just invest and become a minority uh, investor. Right. Uh, right. So, so we, it's like you're tinkering a little bit, putting your fingers in different pies, and feeling what the situation is, so yes. that you can eventually get involved in your own way. Yes, and we we want to help them grow. So uh, we want the in those areas where we're we're not experts, we want the experts to lead, and mm -hmm. we just uh, we, we just participate. We just we just go along for the ride, and we thank them for <laughs> la for letting us participate. <laughs> Fantastic, uh, CZ Malta. Um, it's a blockchain island. You've tweeted a lot a little bit, lot about it. Um, tell us your experiences and what gets you excited for the future of Binance in Malta. Sure, I think Malta is one of the most progressive uh, countries in terms uh, of. Uh, 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 regulations and also welcome welcomeness to the to our industry. Mm -hmm. um, I first came to Malta in, in January this year, and when I got here, um, the regulators and the leaders in the government already know 
blockchain really well. Mm -hmm. They understood everything uh, from a technology perspective to uh, including financial impact, economic impact in the future. They mm -hmm. understood everything. So there was no, there was nothing I had to explain. And we already have the same vision, same language already. Right, right. And they also already had a draft legislation. Uh, and that was ready to that go. That was ready to yeah. go. And they asked us for our opinions. Wow. And we gave our opinion. And most of the opinion we gave was like, you're too losing in this area, so you got to tighten it up. <laughs> yes. So that's very different from most other jurisdictions, many other jurisdictions that we have uh, experienced with. Yeah. Um, and so uh, on top of that, the motor government is very approachable. So they, they, they work with us. So they, uh, we can talk to them. They, talk, they ask our, uh, for our advice. It's a communication. It's a discussion. It's a corporation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it's a very, it's, it's a, it's a very nice uh, uh, place to work with. Mm -hmm. uh, or, uh, it's a very nice uh, regulatory body or the government to work with. Mm -hmm. So that gives us a lot of confidence. And the legislations that's being passed right now, we think are very, uh, are very reasonable. Uh, they're very sensible. So given those, I would, uh, we are very comfortable operating in this location. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have a presence here. We have, uh, we're establishing a bunch of, uh, we have multiple partnerships with, with Mota. Uh, we have two uh, partnerships with Mota, Mota Stock Exchange for wow. security uh, exchanges. Yeah. Uh, one is a centralized one, one is a decentralized one. And then uh, we have, a, we invested in a bank here, uh, Founders Bank. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a partnership with uh, the uh, president of Mota. Uh, and I had breakfast with her this morning. Uh, so. Wow, fantastic. Yes. You're really involved with Mota. <laughs> yes, so we're very heavily involved here. Yes. So CZ, um, how do you deal with criticism of Binance? More specifically, those who say one company with too much influence regardless of whether it's a DEX or a centralized exchange, mm. doesn't that go against the concept of decentralization? Right, so I think basically, uh, well, first of all, on, on, on the topic of criticism in general, mm -hmm. uh, we take criticism very uh, positively. Mm -hmm. uh, we want feedback, we want to improve ourselves, we're not perfect by any means. Um, so uh, there, are, there, are very, there, are, there are legitimate uh, uh, complaints out there, and we are always trying to improve our service to avoid those in mm -hmm. the future. So, that's generally very helpful for us, even though it hurts us sort of a little bit reputationally in the short term. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as we show progress, people are okay with it. Uh, there's a, uh, another level of, uh, there, there always a, there's a different type, which are whiners and just like FUD spreaders, and we, yeah. we, 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 we are com very comfortable ignore those. I think most of our core users are very uh, smart now. Right. They've seen enough of it, so they can discern them pretty quickly. Um, on the centralization uh, part, though, um, so I think basically there's different degrees of centralization and decentralization. There's no one. Per, there's no. Uh, uh, there's no absolute decentralization, and there's no absolute centralization. Okay. Um, I think human humankind have a tendency to follow leaders, mm -hmm. right? So um, let's say even some of the more famous projects, like well, even Bitcoin. There was a core development group, and mm -hmm. people of that core, uh, the core devs, whenever whatever they say have influence. But Bitcoin. Is very decentralized, uh, uh, but uh, if you look at if you look at Ethereum or other projects where there's a clearly identified leader, there's leaders. Um, even though the co co even though Ethereum you can run your own node, but yeah. whatever the leader says still have a lot of influence. And Binance right now is definitely like that. Mm -hmm. And and Binance our platform is very much centralized, so we do have a lot of control. Uh, but centralized platforms may not necessarily be bad mm -hmm. in itself. If you have a good leader uh, or the leadership uh, team is good. Yeah, centralized uh, structures are very efficient. Mm -hmm. The problem with centralized structures, over time, they become more bureaucratic and right. then... Um, as they get larger. As they get larger. 
And then usually uh, they they garner more and more power, and they would tend to abuse it. Okay. Uh, so I think we're nowhere near that big yet. We're we're we're, we're still <laughs> That's one. That's very year. humble of you. <laughs> uh, we're we're a one year startup. Yes. And yes. Uh, I think so far everything we've done we've done very carefully. So even we we I think we do have a large influence in the industry, but we have never abused it so far. Okay. Uh, you see, you hear a lot you hear a lot of projects complaining not being able to list because we choose projects very very carefully. Uh, <clears throat> And so we understand that responsibility, and we, uh, it's actually a burden for us. We, we, we are very careful when, uh, when using it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't think we have leveraged that to any negative uh, uh, area. Um, but for some of the pure decentralized uh, mines, I think we're, we're decentralized. On that, we are working on the DEX. So we will have a te technically decentralized platform, uh, which we initially we will push very heavily from our end, and mm -hmm. hopefully we'll get, get more and more decentralized. I I'm a, I'm not an extremist, but I'm definitely a freedom seeker. Mm -hmm. So I um, and I like decentralization. So I'm definitely not against decentralization. And I really would prefer. I, I would much prefer there's. I'm not in, no longer involved. I don't have to. Uh, then I can say anything I want on Twitter. Yeah, I, can, yeah. <laughs> I can go anywhere without any baggage. So that's a that's a state I really want to be in. But uh, for now, uh, I think we're a young team, and we still need to actively drive our vision. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's my view on it. That's very exciting. Caesar, given your uh, personal success, just tell us how do you stay so grounded and still willing to learn? What gets you going in the morning and willing to make each day count? Um, I don't actually view myself as very successful. <laughs> wow, there's the humility again. <laughs> so to be honest, like so, I I don't view myself as too special, too uh, too uh, too powerful, etc. So. Um, I still interact with everybody in this conference. I mm -hmm. stand, uh, I stand at the booth whenever yeah, I can. Yeah, we've seen you. Uh, everyone's taking selfies with you. And I think that's great. I, I don't think that's so much because of me. I think just that, that that's the Binance that's brand. The brand. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think anybody who's a Binance CEO will have that kind of uh, popularity, probably. So uh, it's that it's the fact that the team built a brand, and mm -hmm. uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm the face of it. So and I do appreciate people come willing to come up to say hey take a selfie and that's a, I think that's a very strong endorsement of our brand mm -hmm. and of their support in our service in, in our platform. So and the fact that they probably will take a selfie and they'll probably tweet it, which, which is not, which, which is, is good publicity of course, which is excellent publicity for us, right? I think that's a that's a I think that's a very strong endorsement for anybody who posts a, uh, a selfie with a with a service provider. Say look, uh, I'm with a Binance CEO and post it on my personal Twitter. Right, so uh, I think that's a very strong endorsement of our brand, and I, I fully appreciate it. So um, I don't think that doesn't bother me, and I I quite like uh, I, I I like it from the from the fact that people are supporting us, not so much okay I'm a celebrity or anything. I never feel like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finally, CZ, some of our listeners uh, regularly message in saying that they're they're a little bit confused about the crypto space and they're scared about the risks. What advice do you have to listeners who need help taking the first step to get into crypto? And what benefits will they see partaking in this revolution? Sure, I think the key uh, the key advice there for me would be learn learning learning. So uh, it's very important to understand what you're doing before you jump too heavily in. Mm -hmm. um, there's too many people who are speculators. Even though like we run exchange, we actually want people to do sensible do research. So you. We ha we absolutely ask people to understand the project before they buy the token. Don't, don't like. Um, if you're a really, really strong te technical and uh, technical analyst trader, you just look at a chart without knowing what it is, and you're comfortable. Then that you, you have that skill, that's fine. But mm -hmm. for most people, you want to understand what you're buying, and you want uh, even before that. Uh, if you're new to crypto space, 
you want to understand how Bitcoin works before you look at Ethereum because Ethereum is more complex and yeah. you look at smart contracts and yeah. all this other <laughs> stuff. And then you want to you want to learn those basics and start small. So. Um, so on my way uh, here, um, uh, somebody asked me, say, how do I get started? My advice is take a small amount of money. I don't know if it's $500 or $1,000. It's a meaningful amount of money, mm -hmm. but it's not your whole net worth. It's not, mm -hmm. not your entire life savings. Mm -hmm. um, use that, use like $500 and buy some Bitcoins, install a wallet uh, on your phone, on your desktop. Hopefully your desktop and phone are secure enough so that you, uh, you, 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 uh, nothing bad happens. But in the, in the worst case, something bad happens, then you're not super hurt. And you, so th with a small amount of money, once you learn how to use a wallet, how to secure a desktop, uh, you gotta install antiviruses, you, can't, you, 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 you wanna learn how to distinguish phishing sites. Um, so once you learn all of this stuff, and mm -hmm. then you're comfortable, and then you can increase your investments. So I think basically, do a lot of learning, and uh, uh, start small. And, uh, for learning today, there's much, far more materials on the net than there was before. Absolutely. So five years ago, there was uh, there was the white paper really. So today, there's a lot of stuff, and we have a, a initiative called Binance Academy. Okay. Uh, the URL is binance.vision, and um, there's a lots of there's lots of videos. We're adding uh, somewhere between three to five videos every week, and so wow. it's a free uh, it's a community generated content. Where we give some small incentives to the to the to the to the content crea creator, and then the content is free for people to learn. So spend some time. Uh, if you're a video person, then watch videos. If you're a book person, read books. If you're a podcast person, listen to more podcasts. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Listen, CZ, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, and we wish you the utmost success with Binance. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for very having much. me. Yeah, thank you.